What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We're back once again with another sports episode of the Undiluted Podcast. We got me, of course, JP. We got Mike in the building. We got Clay in the building. We got Marcus in the building. Let's, let's dive right into it, man. Uh, my homie T, he gonna get some insight too. You know what I'm saying? The background every now and then. Uh, so, what the hell is that? I have no idea. Yeah, I heard it too. I didn't know what that was. Mike, that's you? Uh, that's not me. The fuck? All right, we're going to keep it going. I ain't even going to edit that shit. It's, un- it's undiluted, baby. we going to keep it going. Technical difficulties, I guess. <laughs> hey, whatever. We're going to keep it going. Uh, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, my homie came out with D-Smoke. D-Smoke wrapped his ass off. He even went into the Spanish shit, as usual. Uh, D-Smoke, he a rapper from Cali. Check that shit out on uh, Netflix. If y'all have it already. Wait, who, who are you talking about? What? What is this? Doing the, doing the reintroduce. Yeah, reintroduce it. Huh? No, reintroduce I'm, who you talking about? Yeah, I'm saying like who, like who, who's, who's this? Is, wait, is that the guy that was rapping with Deontay Wilder? Yeah. Oh, I, I never heard of him. I don't listen. I, y'all, I don't listen to rap these days. Yeah, yeah I wasn't familiar with the guy either. So. Oh, y'all ain't been watching the Netflix joint with T.I., Cardi, and Cardi B. Yeah, I heard, um, but uh, I had company because I had, like, a fight party, and uh, one of the females over there told me, though, that that was the guy that won the contest, though. She did. So I kind of knew who he was, but I wasn't familiar with him. Oh, he's from, he's from the Netflix show, Rhythm and Flow. Y'all yeah, yeah. That, that, was a good, that was a good look for Wilder to do that for him, though. You know, because he got a big, uh, a nice payout for that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. D-Smoke, he actually, he's from Cali. Um, he was on Game last album, latest album. One of the hottest albums out there right now. Check out Game shit, too. Uh, oh, okay, yes. Now you said that. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, they put a cross on Jesus back. That's D-Smoke on them. Okay. All right. But anyway, so we need to dive right to Fury and Wilder. Like, okay, what do y'all feel went wrong for Wilder? Uh, what went right? Um, <laughs> he I actually mean, won the second round, though. I, I gave him the second round. I gave him the second round. That, that was probably the closest round of the fight to me but other than that he, he got smoked yep uh, i mean it went wrong for wilder i mean he didn't you can tell he didn't make no improvements from the last fight like for real for real like he just i don't know if he was buying into the talk that he got robbed which he didn't or if you know i mean look wilder's not the most technical guy i think any all of us know that but you're, if you're, what, it wasn't so much what went wrong with Wilder? It's like Fury was just by far the better man. He ditched his camp and uh, he he came out and fought, fought a great fight. No question about it. Now, now I'm a I'm a I'm I'm more of a Wilder fan than a Fury fan. But right. but in watching the fight, I, it was something that wasn't right to me. Like I like I, I could just like when I watched. He didn't look like the same guy. Like, I watched a lot of a Wilder fight. And maybe Fury had a lot to do with that. But he seemed off balance. He seemed to get gassed real early. It was like, it was early in the fight. And I'm screaming at the TV, like, why is this guy turned? Like, his mouth was open. It was like the second, third round. He was fighting with his mouth open. He was tired. His leg, he was off balance. He just didn't look right. Like, I don't, like, he, he said he was dealing with a lot and he had a leg injury before the, uh, you know, he said, well, I, I don't want to make any excuses that they had made two excuses after her. So, I'm not really sure if it was a legit excuse, but he, he didn't look right. But Fury, Fury came in with a game plan, told him what he was going to do and did it. I can't honor the fact that he tried to say, you know, all my, 
my uh Black History costume was too heavy. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I read that. I uh, I don't, I don't know if he was using it as an excuse or if he was just saying it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, man. To be honest with you, I think he need a publicist because, like, a lot of stuff he say, it gets like yeah. man, he just be really be talking. Yeah. You know, like he can't. He ain't the most articulate guy. Yeah, because you know, like when he, they did the press run and he was on. Uh, all the uh, talk show, the sports shows, they could ask him a question and he would just go off on a tangent on all type of shit that had nothing to do with nothing. So he like, he needs to get better. And then, and then, yeah, then a lot of stuff can be taken the wrong way when he talked too. Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, man, he just be like talking his mind. You know, he don't really, exactly. he don't be trying to go there, exactly. but, he, but he ain't the most articulate guy. Yeah, but. but, but, I talk, but yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, yeah, okay, yeah. What I took from the fight was that uh, it came down to two punches, man. It was one of those. It was the punch that knocked his uh, his eardrum, uh, it busted his uh, ear, and it was that. It was the fight. It was the punch to the back of his head. After that punch, he was never the same. Do y'all yeah. feel that was a dirty punch, though? Well, you know, it that, wasn't dirty. Yeah, because he dipped his head. Yeah, but they um. Um, like after talking at Andre Ward, uh, Timothy Bradley, Max Kellerman, all, they said the first punch that he went down on was an illegal punch. They like yeah, in, yeah. In boxing, that is uh, they said if you look at Wilder when he punched him and he fell, he looked at the ref like, come on, man, like how you let me? Yeah, he got. How you let yeah, him punch me in the back of the head? head. Right. Yeah. So they were saying like they they don't allow those punches because it knocks people. Uh, equilibrium off, and you can't fight like that. So, like, you know, I mean, I don't know if that. I don't, I don't think Fury did it intentionally, but no, nah, because because Wilder dips his head. Exactly, and he, and he and came Fury with the right hand. Yeah, he caught him. And uh, but after that though, like he was like 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 a lamb when 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 they a baby, he couldn't walk. Like he, he was standing yeah. up, he couldn't walk. I think it was that hit to the back of the head or uh, to the side. He was never the same. He was, after that. He was yeah. never the same. And then he was after, after that second round. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Into the third round, after that hit, he was he was all off. It was it was it was over with, man. Like he was, man. He looked it bad, man. Like the first two rounds, he was kind of timing him because he actually was getting his right hand off. He didn't hit him with yeah, the he, big one, but he was like timing him, and you could see he was like, okay. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm get him. He tied, he, yeah, he tied them uh, pretty good in the first round. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know, what I'm, like, he, he got him. I was shocked because it was the right hand. It was like, he was like, he'll catch him with a straight. And I'm like, okay, he gonna catch him with that big one. He, he keep getting him. And uh, Fury kept coming forward, though. So I thought he was gonna catch him when Fury was coming forward. But, and like you say, after that hit to the back of the head, it was kind of like the Joshua fight. Like, once Joshua got yeah. hit, Joshua didn't look the same. And, and, oh boy! And, you know, Reed yeah. just took, took advantage. Of, Andy took advantage of it. It was a But what I love about, like, man, as sports fans, as Boston fans, what I love about Saturday, we got the fight that we wanted to see. Two competitive fighters going at it. You know, like it was gonna, it was gonna be a winner. It was gonna be a loser, no matter what. Yeah. You know, uh, so like we got what we wanted. You know the best got to fight the best. I like what Wilder said, and he uh he, he was going for it, man. He ain't, he ain't quit. Hey man, yeah, man. He, hey, well, what what, he lost what on his feet. He lost on his feet. Yeah, because yeah. mm -hmm. you know he um uh, the guy that threw the um Thailand, he supposedly got rid of him. I, I was hoping that wasn't the case, man. I hate that happen. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he, he fired. Yeah. I think Wilder, yeah, Wilder in his feelings on that. One. Yeah, hopefully, that, hopefully, hopefully that cools over. Yeah, don't, hey, don't hey, sit there and fire somebody who's trying to save your life. You know what I'm saying? You could die, die in the ring, bro. Stop the wire. That yeah. happens all the time with fighters. When when the towels thrown at they don't like, they they get the team because yeah. not only the, not only. Does it like get rid of the, the trainer? They can it plants the excuse in the fans' mind. That's something left in the tank, so that helps them move forward. Like you know, Joe Frazier got rid of his guys when uh, they threw in the towel in the Thriller in Manila. He never did that. It happens all the time. My boy just told me, uh, Fury got rid of his team. 
uh, from the first yeah. fight too. Yeah, before the fight. Yeah, yeah before the fight, he did. He got uh, he got Emmanuel Stewart, uh nephew. He went to their camp, and uh, but as far as the Wilder thing, getting rid of the uh, the, the second because the guy was the second assistant trainer, and um, I mean, I, I'm looking at it from Wilder's perspective. This was the biggest fight of his career. You know, the most you know most eyes was on him, and yeah, we we think he was getting beat up, but. When you got the power he got, it could change the whole fight if he just connects one time. So I, I would have, right? I would have told him in the corner because he was losing every round against Ortiz, and then he just caught him. He wasn't getting beat up as bad, but he caught him. But I would have told him in the corner first, like, "Hey, Wilder, if you don't start looking better, we're gonna stop this." I'm He never gave him that warning though. It's just like it was one Mayweather fight I seen, and um, Mayweather was getting his ass beat up, but then um, his trainer told him like, "Man, you gotta switch it up." And then Mayweather went southpaw. I forgot who it was he was fighting, but Mayweather it had to be Shane Mosley. Yeah, that's Shane the Mosley. only fight. Yeah. But you know what? Zab Judah, Zab Judah was whooping them too till they got into it. Uh, uh, at the end, towards the end, but um. Yeah, I think I think they should have. I think he would have accepted it more if they would have said, "Hey, look, champ, champ, he's getting he's getting to you right now. We need you. We need to see you active. If we we gonna stop this fight, if you just doing it on 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 a fly, I don't think as, as a as a person of his status of of his, I don't think he can accept that. You know what I'm saying? Cause the, yeah, because because this is what he said. He's like, man, his mindset was like. I'm always like he said, man. I'm trying to get a body in the ring. You know, he turned into somebody else in the ring. Right. He said, if I and he said if I say that, well, damn it, you know that shit can happen to me too in the ring. I'm going out in the ring. You exactly. know, like he like he step up on himself, but that's how much he yeah, loves, yeah. You know, a, yeah, because they they got a morph into another person. Like you know, that's why he put the costume on. Like he feel like he another person. So he was getting beat up. Like we all seen it, but we also know in the heavyweight division. One punch can change the whole fight. Like, you know, Fury got dropped twice. His camp allowed them to get up. You know what I'm saying? And we talking about he got up he got hit pretty clean in that first fight. So, you know what I'm saying? I think they should have at least warned him or you know, I think they should have warned him, you know what I'm saying? But it's he it looks like he's gonna exercise the uh the right for the uh trilogy. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, hell yeah. That's he did. coming. He did. That's, he bringing it back. That's going to be on the back. And I hear a lot of people don't even want him. I'm like, no, he worked too hard to get to this point. Run that back, man. Yeah. And do y'all think, like, as a, like, because we saw that was, like, probably, that, they said the biggest gate in the heavyweight division since Evander Holyfield and Lennox Lewis. It was yeah, a lot of, the record. yeah, it was a lot of eyes on that fight. It was a lot of celebrities there was a lot of publicity do y'all think the trilogy will hold up because of how bad it was or do y'all think people still will be interested i brought i, I think i think Wilder will be brought the heavyweight division back bro him and I, aj yeah. him and aj both brought the heavyweight division back i think I, you yeah. gotta add fury too though you gotta add fury yeah, in there fury too. too fury too my yeah, bad I ain't... yeah yeah you gotta add fury into that too of course, But do you think the public would be interested in a, in a trilogy, or are they like, nah, we want to, we don't want to see this again? What? Man, no, they will. Depends on how good it's promoted, too. Because I think you know, I think it depends on what the people are going into and everything. I think it'll be interesting. I think they'll be interested though. But I've never seen so many casuals interested in a heavyweight boxing match. Like yeah, it's, it's always been about Mayweather or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And now Mayweather, he just came, he just came out of retirement. He like, yeah, I'm about to fight McGregor again. Like, let's get the money together. Yeah, yeah so. to see all them stars at the fight, like you said, this wasn't a, like we know Mayweather bring out the fight, the uh, superstars as far as uh, American fighter. We we didn't we never really saw that from any other born American fighter, and so to see that like that that was that was impressive, you know, for Wilder and Fury to uh, bring that type of you know that excitement back to the heavyweight division. It's been a while. Yeah. 
<laughs> and being this, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to be one of them people who just, you know what I'm saying, pull out the race card. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? It, it somebody like Wilder is just like Ali. Like it, it's people want to see the gray white hope. They want to see the black man lose the goddamn fight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like, damn, Wilder's from this country, and these people was rooting for theory a lot of people and i went to tilt to kill out there in skokie and i'm i'm like a lot of people probably didn't even know who the fuck tyson theory really is and after a while they lost the fight like these people jumped up started high-fiving and all this shit and i'm like wow like damn what why did y'all want to see wilder lose this bad well on on a bigger like yeah on a uh, smaller level like you I can see that, like, people, like, you know, might feel some type of way uh, a white guy beating a black guy. But on a higher scale, these two fighters love and respect each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it ain't, uh, what race ain't, and even Fury said that. And, you know, they like, ain't, this ain't race. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like, of course, Wilder, of course they know that. Like, like, yeah, yeah, but Wilder talked Fury, you know, because Wilder really likes Fury. He's like, he talked him back into getting himself together. When he was yeah. up, he was strung out, he was like, man, get your big ass up. Come on, man. We need you. Wilder been saying that throughout the whole promotion. He said that way division needs Tyson Fury. Right. Yeah, he, he, helped, well, he helped them back into sobriety. Yeah, he's like, get your uh, your bitch ass up. Come on, man, let's go. We what, need what, what could Wilder do to, to win this fight, though? I mean, we know the right hand. Is that all? Like, he just got to land the right hand? Or yes. do we got to, like, get better in, in some other area? He got it. He got it. Uh, he got to double up the jab and throw them uppercuts. Wilder, Wilder, come back in at two seventy something. He's gonna apply the same game plan. Well, you got how much better is he gonna get? If the rematch will happen in the summer, right? How much better is he gonna get in six months? You know what I mean? You got, got yeah, that's, listen. That's it's like the question. That's the question. That's what everybody's saying. Yes, he has to knock him out. He makes sure he doesn't get up. And Tyson Fury, I'm telling you right now, the first fight that happened, Tyson Fury was traumatized by them right hands. And he said to himself, I will not feel that shit again. And you saw, you saw the yeah, game he, he came out with. But you know what? He smuggled. It's just kind of like um, when Andy fought AJ, after the first fight, he said he can't fight off his back foot. And then Fury said the same thing about Wilder. He, he, he noticed in the first fight, if he's coming forward, he's gonna hit, get hit me. But when I come for, towards him, he can't get his right hand off. And so they, they, he made the adjustment, you know? But the only thing is AJ is a more better boxer than Wilder, so he made the adjustment and stayed on the outside. I think AJ is more strategic than Wilder, but at the same time- He's a better boxer, he's a better boxer. Yeah, he is, I ain't gonna lie. But Yeah, he, he's just an all around better boxer. But I, I still think Wilder would be AJ. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He too chinny. Yeah, he, he too chinny. He, he can't take a punch. Like, bro, you got Fury. I think Fury can beat him. I think Fury can beat AJ. Yeah. Oh yeah, Fury. So Fury yeah. can beat. AJ. Yeah. Yeah. No question. And yeah, uh, I, I, Mike, well, I seen you and I seen you and Ratcliffe was saying some shit about her. You know what I'm saying? What's what's hmm. going on? So, so uh, he thirsted to make the fight all of a sudden. You know, yeah, we need undisputed now. It was like, where was this? So the big argument was, where was the energy at when Wilder was trying to push for the undisputed? Man, that's what so, everybody's saying. They like all of a sudden, her AJ calls her, make the fight happen no matter what. Where was this energy at when Wilder? Um, it, it did, it did, it did, it did Marcus. Hey, Marcus, check this out, bro. So, so, but. Hey, so Clayton, so so check this out. Hearn manages Dillian White and AJ. Dillian White is supposed to fight whoever has the WC belt, which yeah. Fury does. Fury, he's, he's the mandatory, right? Right. So Fury. so Dillian White sitting there like, what the fuck about me? He like so so the play was to put Dillian White in, in front of AJ for Wilder to fight before Wilder gets to AJ. They was trying to put Dillian White in front of uh you know aj you know to uh, give a hurdle to wilder but Heyman and pbc didn't want to deal with her more than they have to right. <laughs> you know? 
and, and Wilder been telling them, I'll fight Diddy and White, like, as long as you put AJ on the second, on right. the second fight. He's he going to contract him. a two-fight, right, a two-fight deal. Hearn didn't want to do it. Hearn didn't want to <laughs> do it. And then he comes out, I mean, not even 10 minutes after the fight, all over Twitter. No, no need for a part three. We we need AJ and Fury in in the UK. Right. It so, was so like, what, what was this energy at for Wilder? Wilder been champion for years. You never wanted the fight. You never Wait, came quick. out and said that. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and you see, Dillian White tweeted, uh, retweeted his tweet like, "Hey, hold on, bro. Like, what about me?" Exactly. <laughs> So he don't like so that was what me and uh Terrence was going back and forth. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, Hearn never gave a fuck about Dillian White, man. But he every, just, everybody he just him as a everybody also was saying that um like for the last year, year and a half, when the talks was um AJ and um uh Wilder, that AJ Burger like vocally said that he'll be cheering for Tyson Fury to win the fight because he preferred to fight Fury than Wilder. Like he 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 wanted. To, I don't know if it was money money reasons or style reasons or whatever. No, because he know once that come on now, just like Andy one hand, you know what I'm saying. Wilder one hand will put that man down. Yeah, I agree. I think it's more the style thing, but it could be the money thing too. Because if they if if. Fury and him fight over in Wembley, that would be huge. They'd have easily over 100,000 people at the stadium. Oh, that would be huge. Yeah, no question. That would, that would be huge. But like uh, I was watching something, like they say, in order to, to be like like the true heavyweight, like the, uh, the reason why Klitschko never really got that star power and he was the heavyweight all that time, he never fought over here. He always fought over right. there. So you got to fight here, here to get that to for your your star to shine real bright. And they weren't that excited either. The and they wouldn't fight each other, even though they were the two. Exactly. Yeah, and I then one more thing I want to say about Asia. I think he came over here. He couldn't. You know what I'm saying? He came over here, and they was in New York. He couldn't handle that. Like, oh yeah, he definitely got to run it back over here. Like, yeah, but you he know her. Yeah, you know her. He like, man, we fighting. Oh, we ain't crossing back over here no more. He don't want to fight over in uh, America no more. I just don't, you know, seriously. Like, bro, y'all ended up fighting in Saudi Arabia, but over here you can't you can't handle the bright lights in the United States. He couldn't handle the bright lights. It's a different pressure. It's a different type of pressure when you fighting over here, man. But AJ did check a bag though. I don't really knock him for that. But that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking that. Maybe it got something to do because him and Fury will break the bank over in the UK. It will break the bank. I don't know if him and Wilder will, will break the bank like a Fury and him would. I think it'll be big in America, but I don't know how big it'll be over in the UK. Oh, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Joshua came here. I also just don't think Joshua took it seriously enough. He was just fucking all the photos up there and the, uh, whatever they was at. The, <laughs> but, you, but when when they had that um rematch, AJ looked like a changed man. He was slimmer. That he had a fro. Like he looked like he, like man. He was man, AJ, training with no AJ, time. And Andy, AJ Andy wanted no part. Yes. Well, we we saw what Andy did, man. He partied. He gained the weight. Man, Andy, Andy was just—he was happy he won that first fight, man. Yeah, but but here's my thing with that AJ and Ruiz thing. It should never been that hard for him in the first place. Yeah, he should have knocked us out the first lost. round, man, bro. Yeah, it was. It should have never came to that. Some it should have. That's what I'm saying. Like there's, people bragging about the way he looked in the rematch. It should have never been a rematch. He should have looked that way in the first fight. You yeah, know, it was man. too easy. You see how easy he killed him? <laughs> it was the last one. Sometimes the campers don't take it seriously enough. That's what happened to Mike Tyson, you know? He didn't think Buster Douglas oh. was 
Well, Buster Douglas, yeah. Didn't take his training seriously. Like, his team didn't even bring, like, the uh, thing for the eye. They filled a condom up with ice water and tried to put it on Mike's eye when he was getting busted up. Hey, I, I, think this, I think this upset, hey, Clay, I, I think this upset for AJ was way worse because a, uh, Andy Ruiz was a replacement. Fight. Yeah, he was, like, the third option. They tried to get Ortiz. Then Ortiz turned it down. They tried to get um, another guy. He turned it down. Then they did um, Andy. And Andy was the third option. You know what I'm saying? That's what made that that loss way worse than what Deontay experienced. And he was the I don't know what was Buster Douglas ranked, but Andy was the 15th ranked uh, heavyweight at the time. So he wasn't even top 10. He was the, the uh, ranked 15th in the world. And then, and you know what I'm saying? But a lot of people said that uh, punchers like Wilder, when, when that intimidation factor leaves, kind of like Mike Tyson, once Buster Douglas cracked that shield, Mike Tyson, you know, people weren't intimidated no more. He was done after that. But. So that's what they said. They said, because Wilder, a lot of, even though we know it's the right hand, it's the intimidation too. It's the fact that you coming in fear, you scared. But now it's like, oh, you do bleed. You can get hurt. So, you know, is that going to play a factor also? I think it was, oh, I was see. thinking, I think it was a mental thing too. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Once Wilder was bleeding from the ear, like, you know, he was obviously concussed. And um, it was like, damn. My mind ain't in a place where I'm about to change my strategy. Like I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna stick to my strategy because I can't think straight. I think Fury did. I think Fury felt his power in the first fight. He got knocked down twice, and I think Fury like convinced himself that I could take this, and he wasn't intimidated. He wasn't intimidated. So if people approach Wilder like that, then you know his camp gotta come up with a plan B. Yeah, uh, man, I don't know what that plan B would be because it's it's hard. Like he's so long in the tooth and so far along in his career, you know. It's because like he got. Go ahead. I was I was having a conversation with somebody when you when I watched that fight, it looked like his camp prepared for a certain fight, and then when Fury kept coming forward, they never had a plan B. You know, it, it was like Fury said, oh, I'm going to bring the fight to him. And we all thought he was like, we all thought he was lying. But once he started doing it, I never saw nobody in the corner say, hey, you need to throw the uppercut. You need to do this. You need to do that. He was just like sitting out there lost. Yep. That's why That's why he looked off. Because he was, they, I guess they didn't take, they took Fury's game plan seriously. did. He looking. looked lost. He looked it lost out there. That's why. That's why. That's why his leg was gone. He's not used. To, he's used to playing that kind of defense. Yeah, I that's felt true. like the fight. The fight was over after that punch to the head, and and that was like in the third round, and it was a wrap after that. He never could recover. Uh, never recovered. But yeah, it's. I don't know. All I know is I want to see a part three. I really yeah. hope it happens. Congrats to Tyson Fury, man. This is what we want to see. It's, it's going to be a winner. It's going to be a loser. Tyson Fury, he's the guy that beat the guy, man. So, you know, he, he's younger than uh, Wilder. He's a great boxer. Like, he's a better boxer, hands down. And like my boy Rick Flair always say, to beat a man, you got to beat the man. You got to beat the man. So, yep. And that's what Wilder said after the fight. He said, man, you know, the best must fight the best. And, uh, you know, he was the better boss of the night, so that's all you can do. Yep. So I want to know, um, huh? I think we lost. Hold on, I'm gonna send him a link again. But um, I want to know if y'all been watching the XFL, bro. I have. I haven't watched it since the first week. I've been, I've been keeping up with it uh, here. At, uh, I watched. I watched. Uh, one game this past weekend. I didn't uh, uh, keep it up with that. I watched the uh, DC Defenders against uh, what's the LA uh, Cowcats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got, the, we got the Houston Rough Necks, the St. Louis Battle Hawks, mm-hmm. New York Guardians, Saint, the uh, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers. I'm, I'm hoping. Now we get another team in Chicago, though, man. 
ain't gonna yeah. talk about them too long because I ain't too knowledgeable about well, what was the team in yeah. Chicago? What was Chicago Rush or something? Or when it's uh, when they the arena football team? No, nah, they weren't part of SFL. I only watched the defenders from time to time because Cardell Jones was, uh, you know, Ohio State, he won those three straight championship games. They lost the game against the Wildcats. They got whooped pretty bad. That's what I was doing. This weekend. The Enforcers, right? I'm sorry? The name of the team, that was the Enforcers, right? Oh, what the fuck? It sound about right. I don't know, but all I want to say is shout out to the XFL. It's good for them. I mean, it's a niche product, but people like seem to like it. That's what's up. They they've been very entertaining. You know what I'm saying? As far as what I watched, it's going way better than uh than two thousand. And it's been way longer than I thought. Like, damn, they ended in two thousand one. And it's like, damn, we in 2020. Like, damn, I, that that shit made me feel old. That shit made me feel old. Yeah, no, it's it's for giving it. Maybe you know they they tried too much of the pro wrestling stuff with the original XFL, but now they seem to be lesson. And they have real background. So good for them. Yeah, they putting the effort into being different and doing certain things that's, you know, different from the NFL. And uh, somebody asked me earlier, like, damn, why, why XFL can't be on a Sunday? And I'm like, hey, man, NCAA football, that's on Saturdays and, you know, Friday night lights. And- at best, at best, it can be like the, uh, it can be like the ABA the XFL. At best, because yeah. I mean they're not going to overtake the NFL by any means. But at best, maybe the NFL can look at them and be like, "Hey, that idea is kind of neat. Maybe we can take that." Like the NBA did with the three-point line and some of the ABA stuff. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I want to take a dive into the third topic, man. Like. I don't know. Like I was saying, the NBA has been like, I don't know, certain players have been going crazy with the stats. And me and Clay, uh, we talked about this before. Uh, we, we talked about this, I think, was, I think two, like two seasons ago, damn near. Like the game is changing. We about to see these guys having these video game stats. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's came into reality. Like, mm-hmm. you could see the most random player put up some stats. They'd be like, whoa, like this guy had 40 points and 10 rebounds and five assists. Like, damn. And it didn't used to be like that. And it could be like the most random player. They can. This is what happened. The, the regular season NBA is geared towards offense. You know, that's the playoffs, it slows down a little bit. It kind of goes back to the basketball that we all, you know, you're not going to see a whole bunch of like 150 to 148 games in the playoffs. You know, the playoffs, you'll still get like 92 to 89, something like that. You know, that's what teams are just having a career night. They're still shooting a lot of threes. But yeah, the regular season NBA is geared towards offense. And, you know, that's, that's just how it is these days. I don't know, but it seemed like people were more critical of it when it was worse than this. You know, because we had people like, you know, Mike D'Antoni with uh, the Phoenix Suns and uh, or Dallas or, you know, certain teams that was just running gun, little to no defense. Um, it's fair curve, fair criticism too, though, especially because they didn't. Win. And like I, I think the difference with that is like the Suns. You're talking about like the 2000s and the kind of party and the Patriots and everything like that. Um, it was one team, and that's part of why the Nash got put back to back MVPs is because the league saw that stuff. 
he did have the best record and everything like that. And they'll be like, oh, that's the kind of basketball we want. We want the game to look more like that because y'all, the people tend to forget. Like, people think it was the 80s, but no. The, late, the mid to late 90s and early 2000s was the most competitive physical era of the NBA history. That's when you had, like, the ads and the, 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 the Ben Wallace business and everything like that. You see some, like, 75 to 69 games. Yeah, you saw people bridging people. You coming to paint, you getting your ass flipped. Yes, and it was just, it was just very defensively oriented. You know, like, you know, you go back to Michael Jordan's last few finals. Like, the last finals game, the Bulls played 87 86. pace was so slow back then. And, you know, once Michael Jordan retired, they didn't quite have that superstar yet to take over, so the Rakers went down to the ugly for the casual fan. I didn't mind it. I love the NBA. As long as it's not ridiculous. But that that's part of that's part of why too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Before Kobe died, like is is certain people who I don't know. Like when we go into the GOAT debate, like you mentioned Michael Jordan, then most people say LeBron number two, Kobe number three, but then a lot of people whose argument is that Kobe is number two. Uh, they mention Kobe's defense, and then I, man, I can't even argue with him too much because that was a great, it was an excellent defender. Yeah. But I would just say before we get into the before we get to the Kobe thing, I just want to finish up on the point of like. The reason it gets a little less criticism back then is because the team itself got criticized. Like, the Suns got criticized because because they were you know, like, oh, well, Tim is not playing defense. And ultimately, they weren't rewarded with success because they didn't win. The whole league is three-point crazy. It's, it's, it's kind of it's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. But the best players do play on both sides. Yannis... Uh, LeBron is still a good defender, even though we're nearly the best Miami, but he's still a good defender. Why? Anthony Davis, you know, the best players. And Luke is going to have to play some defense, so it's pretty obvious. And that's just how it goes. That's why James Harden still gets criticized. And Steph Curry is real. Steph Curry, and Steph Curry's gotten a lot of criticism for that, too. And he's a better on defense than he's credit Yeah, Mike, where you at? Yeah, I'm right oh, okay. here. I ain't just want to interrupt. Um, yeah, Giannis, my boy Giannis Adenakupo. Gotta say his full name, not the Greek freak. Um, I think you're missing a syllable. Isn't I it? Am? Isn't it Antetokounmpo? Is Antetokounmpo? I think it's Antetokounmpo. Oh, well. The Nigerian Greek freak. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think, damn, we watching, we right. watching the Memphis versus uh, Clippers game right now. It's 40 to 14. And I see they hung up Kobe's numbers in the Raptors, 8 and 24. But anyway, um. I just want to um hear your thoughts too, cause I I know you wasn't able to be on the uh the Kobe episode we did. Um, I don't know, like what's your what's your overall thoughts on uh Kobe's death and the impact that he left on the game and everything. Like, oh yeah, like I regret not being on that episode too. But, but, but yeah, no, it's um, like I'm coming. I mean, I'm coming to terms with it more so than like the day of. Like, I still remember reading that news, just seeing like the little somebody put a little headline in the in the sports group, and I thought it was just a uh, a TMZ Photoshop because you know Kobe has been in, had been in the news. LeBron just passed him the night before, and I'm like. Man, COVID I no damn helicopter crash. And then I just started reading the news. My mom was talking about something. I don't even know what she was talking about. And I'm like, you know, I rudely interrupted. I'm like, no, mom, 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 stop, 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 stop. Uh, they're, they're saying Kobe, Kobe Bryant just died. She's like, what? She's like, yeah, no, just, 
I confirmed it to her. It was really sad. And um, his daughter and everything. He was the other uh, passengers on the helicopter. It was just so fucking sad. And now, like, just seeing the reaction of, like, you know, my favorite NBA YouTubers and seeing the sports show reaction leading up to today's memorial, which got me because we ain't seen Vanessa. You know, Vanessa, of course, has been taking her privacy. And then, you know, Vanessa's kind of like, Right. She's not like, you know, especially in that city, like, you know, the way Kobe was treated her, she's the queen. It's like, they've been together for almost 20 years. They've been together. And to see her, probably she got the standing ovation and everything like that. And just some of the stuff she was saying, that shit got to me. You know, she's not like, God decided that they couldn't be apart and everything like that. And just, oh, like him and her talking about, like, he got her the dress for notebook and just all this you know little pet nicknames for each other oh my goodness it, it's 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 just sad all around we just he was, was too man like as far as michael jordan keeps referring to him as his little brother and you know he mentions how you know he basically started taking kobe under his wing and i remember um it's two, it's two different Kobe stories that I think about as far as Michael Jordan. Like, um, Mike ended up saying to Kobe that uh, in 2003, I don't know if people know. Um, I know what you're talking about. Kobe, uh, he, he got out of his Adidas contract. And um, Adidas was like, you can't wear any other people's shit uh, as far as like you know under a contract for like a yes. year and Kobe started wearing all these different shoes and was he started wearing Jordans a lot in uh, one game Michael Jordan told Kobe like hey you can wear my shoes all you want you never gonna feel them yep and they was like uh, even Bill Jackson and them they was like uh, hey Kobe stopped talking to all of us for like two weeks. Yep. And then when he finally played Jordan again, what'd he do? Drop like 55. Remember that game? He dropped 55. Yeah. And then, too, it's like, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'll let y'all just go go into y'all, you know, thoughts on, you know, what's y'all favorite memories of Kobe? Uh, you go. Go ahead, Mike. Man, um, man, my favorite memory of Kobe. Um, man, man, that's tough. Uh, for me, it's it's so many. Um, I'm such a huge fan, man. Ever since he came in the league, um, even to now, it's just. I got so many I can't even uh, recall a specific one. One of my favorite ones, I will say this, was uh when they asked him uh, uh when he won his fourth ring. No, when he won yep. uh, his fifth ring, yeah. he was like, Man, how you feel? He said it's one more than Shaq. <laughs> so when he said that, that that showed me he's like, man, this dude's so damn competitive, but he also hear the noise. You know, he's like, people think he can't win without him. Then you know, Shaq saying what he was saying. You know, they going back and forth from afar. You know, it, it's just crazy how competitive he is. And one of my other favorite stories is with Matt Barnes, man. Uh, uh, he said he used to see the guy hoop at UCLA back in uh early 2000s late 90s that uh he broke he broke his right arm or uh, right wrist so he learned the whole summer he played with his left hand and was shooting with his left so and then i got one more favorite memory was that uh when, when he tore his achilles and he shot those two free throws man that's that's you all the Tiger Woods brought to you with man. Damn, it's just like the way he tore his Achilles and shot the free throws. Like you know, I remember. Um, 
I remember mm-hmm. you know, I was in I was in a, a about the Achilles. I was in, I was in it's one of the other wrestling groups I had, and it was comparing like a lot of wrestler injuries. It showed like mankind getting thrown off the hell in a cell, and it compared it to like, other athletes being soft, right? You know, and everything like that. And somebody put a picture like, oh. Kobe walked away from Kobe walked up the court after this injury. Like everybody in the comments like, Yeah, no, you're right about these other ones, but Kobe walking away from his Achilles injury is pretty fucking tough. Like that's not that's not just something to gloss over. That's pretty fucking tough. So um, my favorite memories of Kobe um, what I like about my favorite thing about Kobe is the period of time when he just when he just had to start being his true authentic self on the court um like you know i'm not going to get into details uh get into all the details about it because a lot of people are trying to take hot shots at his legacy that piece of shit Evan Rachel Wood and Game King and everything like that but it's it's to tell the complete Kobe story sometimes you gotta you know Colorado is a part of it and I just remember after all of that kind of calm down, right? And I remember when they got humiliated in the finals by the Pistons. And Kobe, for the next two years, right, was on such a rehabilitation of his image. And it just wasn't right. And it wasn't until the Phoenix series when he stopped shooting the second half. Like, it's not a good look at all. But it wasn't until after that when, when Kobe... Like he just kind of started embracing like that that what we call that black mamba image of himself and just really, really, really just being that intense for lack of a better term, but the sports guys would say, but he really started like really embracing that true, true not giving a fuck attitude about himself. And I, I love Kobe. He started embracing the villainous and everything like that. He was he really started to embrace his true self. I always loved them. As far as my favorite specific memories, I always loved hearing stories about the work ethic, you know, getting four hours of sleep a day, you know, the, 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 the Jalen Rose you know, trying to take out his ankle, and Kobe still coming back to save the Lakers back in 2000. Uh, the air balls against Utah, which could have made or broken him, and Jack always says he knew that he was going to be a star after that because he wasn't broken. Anybody else after the second interval would have just been like, I'm not shooting anymore. I love his fearlessness and the touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember just small moments. Like, I remember when Kyrie Irving was a young receiver in the league and um, him and Kobe got into a little one-on-one at the game. You saw Kobe, like, this was older Kobe. He shoots up. He's ready to accept the challenge. He ended up blocking Kyrie's shot. Um, I love uh, when he snatched the ball out of Dwight's hands in the finals. Uh, like, you know, just Dwight's like, I thought we was cool because I think it was in the Olympics together. And Kobe was just like, nah, man. Fuck you. I want to ask y'all this. Like, remember, like, that one year where we were just so sure Everybody was so sure, even the people who made the advertisements, that we were about to see um, the Lakers versus the uh, Kobe and the Cavaliers. Puppets, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, damn. And then we end up seeing them versus Orlando. Yeah. It was like... Can we get you? We got cheated? There's fans. Yeah, that was like, I think, uh, yeah, even LeBron hate that. You know, he didn't even pull his. And even he Kobe, Kobe wanted like he kind of like he just starts to know people. Kobe, Kobe wanted that. You know, if he, he wanted that finals win against LeBron because he knew that he had to beat the Celtics next year because Orlando just wasn't enough for Kobe's legacy. He knew he had to beat the Celtics. But he won. You know that he, 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 they wanted that to win against each other. Like, because, you know, it was never really a big story because they just never made the playoffs. But amongst fans and the puppet commercials, this was like, yeah. So, I mean, that's... 
Man, but Le- I think LeBron is lucky for not making it to the finals because, man, Kobe mentally in the finals that year. But especially considering LeBron he wasn't, wasn't himself, ready for I that. Think, uh, he could have gotten to the gun in my just hypothetically, but yeah, no. Uh, it's just, it's just what I'm saying. Oh, two. Uh, Kobe was on a mission that year, man. Yeah, that, that's when that. Uh, that's when LeBron, uh, Lil Wayne dropped that Kobe song. Kobe doing work. <laughs> no, nah, man, it was just one of them things. Like seeing <laughs> seeing the memorial today, just seeing all the outpourings and everything like that. Like you know, it's 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 like it's. I know it happened, but you know, I can't lie and say that I did go to like Kobe's Twitter and like refresh the page just to make sure. You know what I mean? Like I can't. You know, it, it it sucks, man, because you really think about it, NBA, NBA players are like football players, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we don't really expect NBA players to, like, die until it's before their time. You know, I think somebody broke it down. The only MVPs that we've lost, I don't remember George Michael was an MVP, but the only MVPs that we've lost when it comes to the NBA are George Mike and I don't know if he was MVP or not, but I might he might have been. George Mike and Moses Malone, Bill Chamberlain, and now a 41 year old Kobe Bryant. Like Bill feels like he's been my NBA grandfather for as long as I've been alive. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was falling asleep at the memorial. Oh, shit. He was not that. <laughs> they 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 was surpassing Michael was Kobe did a great job. Somebody put it to me like this: Kobe did a great job in becoming like this basketball Yoda uh, for the younger players. You see him work with everybody. You see him do these little breakdowns of like every play. You saw how involved he was getting his daughter uh, into basketball. You saw how he was taking women's sports, women's basketball, and like Kobe was just like he would be this 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 mentor to the younger players and it's just like you know he'd break down all this game footage at a meticulous level he was an intelligent guy like he was an intelligent guy and you you know one of the reporters man Mark Jones he had an interesting story a dope story about Kobe he was like man he like my fondest memory of Kobe was man I sat back in the press conference he said for 30 minutes I saw that I saw that dude talk in Chinese fluently and after that in 30 minutes he spoke in Italian fluently then he went to Spanish for about 20 30 minutes then he went back yeah, to no, it, he was multiple languages crazy and he just uh, just seemed like he's just a smart guy he just Oh yeah, he's he a very smart style. guy. And it, he, really he knew so many like he he knew like what was it six or seven languages? They said three or four fluently, but I think he had gotten some other stuff at like another level because I heard somewhere that he spoke a little bit of Russian. I know uh, Luca was surprised that he knew his language. Slovenia. Slovenia. Yeah. But you know, it's just you know that's the thing. That's he's talking shit. You know, it 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 still sucks just because it does. This is something that makes you think about. I think everybody makes you think about their own mentality. Just because you know, Kobe Kobe was a little bit like a little bit like about ten years, a little bit older than ten years older than me. It's just like you know what I'm saying. It's just like it's like this guy. He took Brandy to the prom. He became this NBA iconic figure. Oscar. He, uh, he, uh, he, met, he met his beautiful wife at his video shoot. 
Yes, he married an incredibly beautiful and loving woman and had a great family. And he was entering into a new phase of his life. You know, you can tell he gave, like Michael Jordan said at the memorial to he gave it his all and all the And that just makes you know, it's one of those things that makes you wonder, like, damn, like, I'm not living to my fullest potential. Right, yeah, that that's what I love about that, man. What you where you going with that, Clayton? Because when I knew he was walking the earth, man, you know, it's like I lost my superhero, you know, and but he embodied like greatness, like just doing everything mm-hmm. at a high level to the best that's, of your ability. But Jordan and Kobe was just the you know, like like you just you can't make excuses for your life. Your life is your fault, good and bad. Just can't excuses. You gotta go after it. Right. Mamba mentality, as they call it, like you. Know, it's, just, it's just that's just something that you have to. Keep. We all have to beat into our heads that we only have this one life. You gotta do. Be passionate about it and go for it. Yeah. We always got. Mm-hmm. Always gotta do Get man. what people think. We always gotta give it your all, man. Just pursue. You know what I'm saying? One thing I want people to take away from this episode, you know what I'm saying? That's the worst thing that you can ever go through to be publicly humiliated. And, you know, I ain't gonna stray away from the fact that Kobe got accused of rape. Kobe didn't do that shit. I don't but, think he did. I never have. I never have. I just wanna say that before you go, before you go into it. I never believe that shit and I still don't. Yeah, he didn't do that shit. But at the same time, you know, he got dropped from all these sponsorships and all these things. And he went on to, man, he transitioned beyond that. Like he's an untouchable being. And he did that before he died. You know what I'm saying? That this man grew into somebody that is still a role model to this day. And he did that before he died yeah no question but that's you know but you know you touched on that this, this is what's bothered me about that okay like you said if we're talking about the kobe bryant story that's a big part of it because not only was it a serious accusation that was a very big news story but i also believe it kind of helped shed a lot of his image to the point where he could be his truest self but what bothered me about, like, you know, I referenced the tweet earlier, and I think that, I think that she's gotten that she's gotten off from it too, too easily. But, like, you know, that piece of shit, Evan Rachel Wood, right? You know, some people know her from Westwood. But, you know, she puts out this tweet that says, the day of, like, a couple hours afterwards, she puts out this tweet that says, I'm heartbroken for Kobe Bryant's family. Kobe Bryant was a sports hero. He was also a rapist. Things can be true. Like, really? You know what I'm saying? Like, he was not convicted of this, but you have broken for her, for his family, and then you put that out there. Like, imagine saying that to somebody's face. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm heartbroken for your loss. You're, you know, your husband was, your husband and your father was a rapist. But hey, you wouldn't say that shit to the face. Like, you took that as a moment to grandstand and look good for your Me Too buddies. And I didn't like what Kate King did with Lisa Leslie because it looked like she was hiding the questions. And, you know, Cookie Snoop Dogg for bending the knee to do all that. And, um, you know, Snoop Dogg was right at first, but he bent the knee. And, like I said, I, just, I didn't like what a lot of these news people were doing and everything like that. And I didn't like what Charles Barkley did on the, the news the other day. I just, I, I, I'm sorry, I just. If that's serious, I mean, I just don't believe that you admit that this guy's a good father, has been a great father, he's been a good role model to players. I just don't believe that taking one of these pop shots is necessary. Unless you, unless you believe that he did it right, and you just think that he's this big piece of shit, which that's your prerogative, but I just think a lot of it's unnecessary. I totally, I totally agree, you know. It's I don't know. It's like it fully hasn't hit me 
that Kobe Bryant is dead. Like, what? Like, that's somebody who is somebody who earned everybody's respect. Like, um, I'll say this about Chicago. I'm a Chicagoan. Um, a lot of us hated the fact that Kobe was getting close to, you know what I'm saying, chasing the ghost like LeBron said. And, um, man, Kobe was right behind him. Kobe hated – he even admitted, you know what I'm saying, he hated the fact that he didn't get six or seven rings or whatever the case was. And um, he earned – everybody's respect man like you cannot deny that Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest of all time oh no question and I know like no matter what he come, whatever, no matter what Kobe ever said about him wearing 33 or 24 I know that was about him you know symbolizing him yep <laughs> in his mind being better than Michael Jordan yep <laughs> So that's that's thirty three. That's ten times better than that. Twenty four is like Kanye said, one, trying to get that Kobe number one over Jordan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you know, uh, like I said, he gets criticized for it. Um, but I'm just gonna say the fact that he he, he took he copied Jordan's game to the T, right? And footwork, and he he was a facsimile. He, he came. He took that challenge on and he came so close. Like, you know, we say, sometimes when we say, like, you know, we say a player is a, is like this player 2.0. Kobe was like Jordan 0.95. You know what I'm saying? He came so close. Not as athletic, not as quick, but it's just like he took that challenge on. He was one of the proper guys who was billed as the next Jordan. You know, that was always like, who's the next Jordan? And he, he, he almost right there. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Most definitely. Um, like you said, it's not hard to keep greatness to that level. He, you know, great. He was he great. A phenomenal player. And just, I mean, yeah, it, it sucks. Like, it really does. I was so curious to see what Kobe was going to do. Look, I'm not I'm just going to tell you, I was going to watch the WNBA. I would have watched. I would have watched you. Uh, I would have seen the WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like, it's oh yeah, like like Vanessa sucks. It just does. Like Vanessa Bryant just said earlier during the memorial, like like shit. I I honestly believe Gigi would have been a great player. Like she would have probably been one of the greatest players. I I was watching. Her, you know what I'm saying, her dedication to the game. She was playing in heels and, you know what I'm saying, doing the fadeaway already and all this. And I'm like, damn, okay. Like, bang, she was about to make it, bro. Yeah, she, I mean, you know, she, like, it's, it's that story that he told on a Jimmy Kimmel where somebody asked, oh, you know, when you going to have a son to go uh, your legacy and his mother just said no I got that and I'm just like yeah that's what I'm talking about she she, she seemed like she was like she, she was dad's daughter you know and it's just one of these things it's just like you see the global outreach and everything like that like it just tells you this guy was a global outreach they, they say he's a popular player in China you know, he, he, he made it a point to keep up those relations and everything like that. And so he went there once a year. And, uh, I think it was once a year, I think he said, and it just, it's such, yeah. it's just, you know, it's just one of these things. It's just, I hate to say it, it just, it just fucking sucks. Like, it's, this isn't a figure, like, shot down in the prime of his life. You know what I mean? This is, and I'll just before we go, I, I gotta say one more thing. Like, I don't know, as a podcaster, I wanna just say like man, somebody like Umar Johnson, like that's somebody who I listen I used to listen to and all that shit. But bro, for you to 
go stoop to the level where you like, oh, I'm issuing my own investigation and oh yeah, the NBA and China and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Oh y'all, the ones y'all the, the suspects for Kobe Bryant's death, man. Fuck you, bro. You really that money, that? that money ain't worth it for you to be saying some shit like that. Yeah, he was irresponsible for that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. Real. Uh, yeah. No, this. I really don't understand his um meaning for doing that or even saying that. I like. I know the white man is a white man and I know he on this little spiritual journey or whatever but everything ain't the white man's fault <laughs> it's like man some people get so lost in that and then he said oh Kobe Kobe y'all didn't know Kobe was about to start his own league in China and, and America that black car stuff he said America didn't old. want Kobe to start his own league in China so that's part of why they took him out. And I'm like, bro. And then he, then the nigga said, after he does his investigation, that motherfuckers got to pay for it, like, to see the results. And it's like, come on, man. Pay. And I was going to come down to money. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't fuck with Umar anymore. But, hey, it is what the fuck it is. He leads to Umar. Umar uh, he, makes, he makes for great memes, though. So that's cool. <laughs> so African hat with the Umar touching his temples, bullshit. We out. Thanks y'all for being on this episode, man. R.P. Kobe. R.P. Kobe. Mamba out.